You're listening to the Rollover and Die podcast, brought to you by MCM Comic Con. Well, it's our Christmas and New Year special, and we've got a very special guest here, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we'll be playing a uh, unique two-parter game, very much like our Halloween special, if you've already seen it. So uh, get your 1850 ceremonial glasses on, raise a glass of champagne, and uh, have a great time. Cheers. 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 So last week the party wrapped up some business in Blackmire and decided to get their revenge on by going to Lumbergost. Uh, in amongst the crowd, Chad managed to spot one of his former enemies and nemeses, uh, the half-elf that he tied up in Akaran's library, who subsequently robbed him. Chad uh, set, started setting fire to the ropes that were suspending the big uh, dome in the middle of the village, and bears... Eats. Parter so, <laughs> uh, summoned two brown bears. Uh, after he was mugged, uh, they brutally mauled uh, his assailants, whilst Pip was running around touching people, hoping they'd go to sleep. Um, as uh, it all winded down to a close, uh, Parter sent the bear into the dome in the middle of the town, as uh, Mike also shuffled her way in. Uh, at that point, the, uh, the structure was weakened, um, and a huge crack was heard as the dome in the middle of the village split open and a five-headed dragon emerged. And that's where we start this episode. So that's over. It's ready to roll over and die. Alice's hair is amazing. Oh, thank you. You have nice headbands. <laughs> you sound like Aya then. And you have nice headbands. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so flashback. So we'll start the episode slightly differently than what we usually do. We'll go to a flashback. So five minutes earlier. Um, inside the dome, a cacophony of cheering uh, from the gathered attendees echoes around the chamber as an unfortunate prisoner was shredded by large jaws of a slick, dark green beast. Baron, watching from the sidelines in his disguise, watching the door and the prisoner cage for any kind of opening to rescue his brother. So at this point, um, screams were heard from the entrance of the dome as a bear bundled its way in and started tearing people up. This caused about half of the crowd to rush over to one side of the dome to escape this savage beast. Uh, and uh, a huge creaking and a cracking sound as the dome itself split in half, ripping the cage in two, releasing this giant beast. Uh, which immediately started eating uh, each other, all of the attendees around. Um, uh, half, of the, half of the roof started collapsing in. Um, you just got a split second to gather yourself up and run out of the door. As you make your way for the exit, uh, you look over your shoulder and you see the prisoner cage where your brother is located. Um, Parts of the roof starts falling on it. All they can do really is hunger into one corner, hoping that the iron bars will protect them from the falling debris. Um, as you look back round, you see a um, very pale-skinned uh, person <laughs> crawling uh, on their belly uh, with two daggers in their hand with a big smile on their face, like trying to crawl into the dome as it's all collapsing. So there's a giant five-headed beast behind you, this smiling creature in front of you. Um, now, you might have actually noticed this person before. As you were um, hoping to make an opportunity of the... Um, sort of distraction that's happening outside um, you notice that these five 
people and their three creatures um, rocked into town and just started killing people, like almost dis- indiscriminately, which normally is a bad thing. But you know that the Lumbergostians, uh, from personal experience and just in general, are pretty terrible people. And uh, Aya, who's a sort of six and a half foot tall Asimar, made a beeline for one of the worst of them and just caved their skull in. Um, so you know this person to be one of those five. Um, doesn't look like she's aware of what's going on inside at this point. Uh, so it's up to you to uh, take it away. What would you like to do? <laughs> it's quite a situation. What a question. I think you must be our friend, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, think so. I think I'm just I'm basically going to wander over and go, you, um, you've fallen. <laughs> <laughs> Is he holding any drinks or anything? Uh, that's up to you. <laughs> You I mean, you are in disguise at the moment, so oh, you could yeah. be doing... Anything. You could have a weapon out, you could have food, um, drinks, you could yeah, even I'd, have a person that you're changing. Let's say I am posing as, like, uh, like an itinerant ale seller, so sure. like a little demi-cask here with mm-hmm. a tap, <laughs> and just sort of, like, chained to that is a little cup. Okay. Like, okay, I'm going to stand up, and... Thanks. You're the first person that started speaking to us today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm mean, still holding my daggers. Yeah. <laughs> you know that we're not with you, so you just said us like, <laughs> like a maniac. You're my friend. I talk for us collectively. From the looks of things, I'm the first person you've not tried to kill today, so I can't really blame them. The day is too early. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, there's this uh, <laughs> giant screech in the background, not more than 80 feet behind the two of you as you're casually chatting in the entrance to this dome. <laughs> As this thing, these five heads are just piercing down like spears and just shredding people as it's breaking out of this domed cage that's in the centre of this dome. And Mike, right? Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> After 25 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I could be Joanne. Oh, yeah. Or anyone else. Uh, I'm just looking around and just... Yeah. <laughs> I find everything really funny, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Just the dome is also collapsing underneath your feet. I feel like I haven't really given the danger (laughs) (laughs) how immediate this uh, situation is right now. As you're the first person that's speaking to me and you don't seem to be trying to kill me, Mm -hmm. you've you've politely given me your drink out of your hands. I say we pick up more drink and we run out of it. I was going to say, it's getting quite hairy back there. Yeah, we should probably get a wiggle on, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. I need more, you pick up. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of look back over my shoulder. Like, that probably is the best way to go. Yeah. And I was like, okay, fine. As you look over your shoulder, just there's a indiscriminate human just being torn in half. Either side of him falling out of this uh, slavering jaws of this beast. Bad things. I get a wiggle on a little bit. Yes. Just <laughs> <laughs> run down the ramp. Yeah. Um, everyone's freaking out at this point because uh, out of the top of this dome, like several of the heads are emerging. Um, as you're watching this, um, some of the uh, ne'er do wells in this. Uh, village um, stop fleeing and a few of them band together and start trying to fight back, uh, trying to put this creature into its cage. As they do, uh, a lot of them perish in the uh, venture. Uh, a couple of them do actually manage to sever the heads of two of the five heads. Um, and as they do, um, only after a few seconds, the stump splits in two oh, no. and then starts growing out of each other until it's got seven Heads in total. Perfect. That's seven. Yeah. That was six. That was seven. <laughs> Are they different colours? No, it's all one dark 
green, sort of slimy serpentine like heads. Moss? Not like moss, no, like a snake, more. Do we still have our prisoner? We have a prisoner. Did we, did we take him prisoner or did we just murder we tied him? him up. No, tied him up. I think we should just leave. Without the prisoner? He would kill us if we left without the prisoner. Either kill him or keep him, but I'll let him go. So you've got the half elf. I've got the half elf. Yeah. I've got the one that I was after. Yep, you do. Yeah. Yeah. So these but two run into one. Did Bongo out yet? <laughs> um, so as you two were running out, um, taking a look over your shoulder, you do see the bear uh, indiscriminately tearing people apart that are trying to run away from the creature, <laughs> trying to make it towards you and the door and the exit, and this bear just pouncing on, on people <laughs> indiscriminately, tearing their arms off uh, until part of the um, roof collapses in on itself, crushing about a dozen other people and the bear. Um, and as the, as the beams, the heavy wooden beams of the roof hit the bear, it just dissolves into um, like sort of a light blue so motes of light. There, there's a chance this is our fault. There's a, there is a <laughs> high <laughs> chance this is our fault. We should help the people in there. Should we? Are you or with is that us just going to get us killed? Are we with them now? You're all standing outside, you know, back where you were uh, like picking the fight with the evil dwarf? Yeah. You're all a good sort of 100 feet away from this structure. Okay. This Did point. anyone like a drink? I think that drink is maybe later. I'd like you to introduce. I've drunk already of this one point. Um, <laughs> introduce to you our new friend. <laughs> There's a dragon! My name's Beren, but should we just get this sorted out first and then we can do the niceties and the drinking later? Mm, have you lived here long, Beren? <laughs> <laughs> just passing through, actually. I'm going to start sort of shedding my disguise because I feel it's getting in the way of drawing sure. some sort yeah. of weapon. Um, um, so are you when you take the <laughs> yeah, so when you take like the barkeep sort of regalia off, what mm -hmm. are you wearing underneath? Uh, I am clad uh, as, as you might expect a mountain dwarf to be, like beards upon beards upon beards, um, nice. with like lots of sort of like bits of metal like hammered into <laughs> into it. Um, but also kind of a, a few like druidic fetishes like stuck in in the hair, like. There's like an antler just poking out of one side of it. Nice. I look like a mess. I look like I've been dragged through an apothecary's backwards. Like you out. look like my kind of person. <laughs> Baron, I'm Potter. Nice to meet you. But yeah, nice to meet you. That oh, is terrifying. <laughs> 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 no, that's just the thing he does. Oh, God, that's the same yeah. thing. What should we do? You have experience. What do you suggest <laughs> I was do? about to say, can I do some form of knowledge check to see how much I can remember about hydrocodics? <laughs> yeah, just, absolutely. Beren knows, yeah. Johnny don't. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You can roll a nature check. Oh, perfect. Are we saying hydroconic or hydroconic? Hyde? No. Hydroconic? Well, because yeah, I, sp I speak draconic. Is he like oh. a high level draconic? Oh. Oh, it's H Y D R A. Right. K I'm glad I asked like before I went up to talk like, to him. Oh, like, umblau. He might really be cheated. Like Kooning, the Anglo Saxon word for king. Yeah. Um, I rolled a 17. 17. Yes, you know a reasonable amount about the hydrogenics. Quite funny that we should stumble upon you. you know about <laughs> Let me pull up some info you know for you all. Sure. <laughs> That's not this. What do you know about it? <laughs> Tell us now. One I don't know. <laughs> Hang on, what was, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> it's got seven heads. Um, so after, after observing it for the last two or three days, um, 
you know that it's not only um, contained within the dome. Sometimes if they want to vary up their sport, and it is a sport, they just feed its prisoners and then take betting on it, pretty much. Sometimes I'll put in beasts in there as well. Sometimes I'll put in five or six people. Um, sometimes they'll try and night tie a couple of its heads down to give it more of a disadvantage. Uh, and on rare occasions, they'll lead it out into the swamp and um, make it fight almost underwater. Uh, you know, it's quite adept at holding its breath. Um, it has multiple heads. Um, it seems that uh, when it takes any damage, uh, it will regrow another two heads from the stump. So it's regenerative. Um, uh, it seems to have, like, by virtue of having multiple heads, it's very, very difficult to take by surprise. Um, it can it can take on multiple enemies at the same time. Um, and unlike normal Hydras, the Hydroconic does have a um, what would normally be attributed to dragons, and it has uh, acid breath, which it ha you have witnessed it melting people before. Nice. Hasn't, hasn't used it yet. Well. It seems to be happy enough just to shred people with its own teeth. Uh, but you know that it does have this sort of ranged ability if you get close to it, yeah. close enough to it. Uh, but you do know <laughs> that there's something back at your uncle's workshop that might help you out. Um, right, first thing to know is he's a mean bastard. Um, <laughs> eyes everywhere and teeth and claws and all that kind of stuff. Um, we need some heavy artillery. Uh, does anyone fancy a day trip? Yes. Or you would be we right, right off her we also hate this place, so is it out of Lumbergas? Yeah, yeah. Okay, then let's leave. So we'll come let's back go. for the bear and the brother. And I'll right? be in the yeah. people then. They're probably They're fine. Fine. I, I feel like I've had a good look at the dome and we're both to each other like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will, yeah. It's going to be fine. Hmm. Okay, lead the way. Which okay. Way? Um, if you want to scope out like how your brother is faring at the moment, mm -hmm. you can also you can always try and to uh, get a bit closer. Maybe do a perception check. If you want to get even closer, do an investigation, which would be a lower DC. Okay. Um, or if you're happy, just be like, he's pretty fine. Let's chip <laughs> off. He's totally probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, we'll we'll cross that corpse when we come to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think so at this point, it's uh, very little you can actually do for yeah. him. Uh, I'm going to start uh, leading them to my Uncle Gunther's. Yes. Uncle um, Gunther's. Yes. Uh, so here's the thing. Um, I've, ne I've never actually used what it is we're going for, but um, it it's big and it's mean and it's mechanical, so at least we know it's not just going to kill us on sight. Um, my uncle made it. He disappeared. My brother went looking for him, actually, which is... Then he got taken, and that's... Here I am, hello. Um, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, basically, it's, a, it's, it's a, a big mumping machine, and if we grab it, we might have a chance of um, smashing that thing and getting back my brother and the, and the bear. Bongo. <laughs> bon right. Oh, is it Bongo? Bongo. Is, is his name? Bongo. Oh. Do, we, do we know that the Hydraconic is bad? Like, is Wait, he, is he evil, or is he just like... I think he's eating people, Has he so... just been, like, cooped up? There is one way to tell, for sure. Ask him. I use my divine sense on the giant, obviously evil dragon. Or <laughs> <laughs> dragon. Um, it does ping. Uh, it's very friendly. Um, <laughs> but do all the heads him. ping? It's so <laughs> <laughs> One of them doesn't. No, it's not. We just got to work out which ones to reason with. Sort of clip the rest off, prune it down until you get a nice one. Do the heads represent any colours? 
the whole no. thing is uh, it doesn't have any wings, first of all. Uh, it, the body is less shaped like a uh, draconic being and more like a crocodile. Its heads are serpentine uh, and it's a very, very dark green. Um, it looks quite slimy or slippery. Does Custis react to it at all? Um, no, Custis Cost, just unnervingly stays very still until Commander doesn't do anything with its um, cold, dead, burning eyes. Oh, by the way, I have a crocodile as a pet. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So until now, it hasn't moved. You just assumed it was either like some kind of giant burnt timber. Uh, but it is 18 feet long. It's also burning, right? Yeah. And in between <laughs> all of its scales, there is this dull orange glow. Like it's inside, it's just filled with a churning magma. <laughs> it eats my people. It's not, not that close. Sometimes it's <laughs> any people. And it is currently still finishing off the shoe of a dwarf. Oh, about, about that, that's, that's not personal. It's completely personal. <laughs> <laughs> that's very reassuring. Um, I mean, he I was did. very evil. I, I literally didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know him. <laughs> I didn't know him. Right then, I'm going. <laughs> 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 so, Uncle Gunters. Indeed. Um, so he doesn't live too far away. Um, it's going to take you sort of the better part of three or four hours to walk your way across the swampland um, to where your Uncle Gunter lives um, a fairly isolated life. Uh, he didn't like a lot of people spying in on his work. It's also the reason why he entrusted you to the keys of his workshop. And but it was uh, a better part of um, like curiosity that allowed you to, uh, well, didn't allow you to, but encourage you to find the secret basement. Um, okay, so I feel like it's, we're sort of like approaching. It's got a big like prison warden style ring of keys. I'm mm. sort of just spinning on my finger. And be like, now when we get in there, you might <laughs> get a few notions about Uncle Gunter. Um, he's not a bad man. He's 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 one of those. Uh, preppers, you know, he's always he's always saving for an apocalyptic day, which in this instance is going to be quite useful. But um, just he is weird. Just don't poke around too much. And anyway, I just kind of unlock the the um, the front door and I try and lead them to the to the basement quite quickly so they just sort of don't get get too much of a sense of what Uncle Gunther's like. Because hmm. I feel like hermetic, probably yeah. a bit. Definitely, yeah. And <laughs> um, the whole building itself is like leaning to one side. It looks very like constructed uh, by someone that um, has a different approach to architecture than most other people do. Uh, like places, pl- rooms and windows and doors are in odd places. Uh, it seemed to make sense to him at the time, but like really are not that um, ergonomical. Mm. Um, so you'll you'll open up like a door, and there'll just be a very tiny room, and then an immediate other door that will lead you around a corner. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's, very, it's almost like a labyrinthine style. And there's a bunch of like uh, quite macabre um, like stuffed animals and objets d'art that, that adorns the walls and the uh, floors and the ceiling. There's things nailed all over any kind of surfaces. There's also drawings like, on parchment everywhere. It very much looks like he's, um, whenever he gets kind of an idea, he'll just start writing it down. He reminds me of a good friend. <laughs> yeah. Aww. But this one's a lot more methodical. Like he's got like a bunch of finished designs and things will like go on for a long, long time. Like he's had a inspiration and has just written like these huge diatribes on. It wasn't even just um, inventions either. It would be like uh, political theories and machinations of the world and uh, um, 
you know, like rudimentary help? genetics and stuff like that. Anything that we can pocket that's going to help us later on. Uh, I mean, we're not going to steal from your uncle. Is it? We are. <laughs> you don't know us. I might. Say you just do it. You don't know me. Barry's <laughs> trying to usher you specifically okay. so you don't like okay. try and get anything. So what I'd say is roll an intelligence check with disadvantage because oh. you're being ushered very very quickly through this house. <laughs> Three. Yeah, as you're looking at things like you're barely able to read like half a sentence before you just get the whole group is getting like uh, fed through all of these corridors and bizarre I'm going to lean into Chad and just be like, Chad, I, I, I don't got a good feeling about this. Do you think he's got lemon tart? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is the right place for lemon tart. Uh, can I like look around <laughs> yeah, to cool. just see if I see anything? Lemony? Lemony? <laughs> Is it specifically lemony? Uh, no. Uh, you find a lemon. Uh, no, like, are there designs and stuff on the wall? Yeah. Can I see if I get any sense of what our new friend is taking us to? Yeah, sure. You can, can get, get like an overall machine. sense. Roll yeah. insight to check as you're absorbing I'm, I'm all of this. I want to know if we're walking into a trap, sorry. Yeah, roll an insight check. Okay. Uh, as you're absorbing all of this <laughs> on, on your journey through. Well. Three. Three. Uh, <laughs> you feel pretty chill right now. Potter, I don't think there's any lemons. Oh. Yeah. I'm just holding his tail. Stick it in that. Playing with the end of it. Like, <laughs> 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 why? <laughs> it's That's why I was distracted. That's why I didn't know what's going on. That's why you feel sued. Like <laughs> yeah. um, I, I smack your hand. That's all it is. Yeah, but he's he's leading us in front. We've been after long. It's discomforting. Uh, Why you roll the Constitution yeah. saving throw? Oh, sorry. You're fine. Yeah, fifteen. Okay. Tries to smack your hand away, skin on skin, but nothing happens. What are all the things that are on the wall? They're creatures that are on the wall. There are some. There's like some taxidermy style um, like creatures. Uh, there's bones, like uh, dried skin as well, sort of pulled out there. Talking about the bone stuff. Mm. Uh, what would you like to know about the bones? What are they? Uh, there's like there's a jaw of a giant sea creature, like mounted upon the wall. There's also very intricate, like um, that look like some kind of vermin uh, that's been put on a mantelpiece and like reassembled together. And there's some things that look like they have been like, laid out on a piece of parchment, glued or stapled or tied, however. Um, kind of creatures that shouldn't be together, that have been placed together to make a new creature. Your uncle's a bit You're, freaky. Your uncle is not right in the head. This is pretty cool. I, I did warn you. Let's just get into this room. Yeah. Yeah. So you get to what is um, near the chimney snack. Stack. So near where the chimney is, where the, the most majority of the stone is in this place, there is um, a very heavy iron-bound wooden door with multiple locks all the way down it. So you get your ring of jailer's keys out and you start like, unlocking each one. One by one, there's about six or seven different locks mm-hmm. all down here. Uh, the last one, there you have two keys that you have to put in. Uh, and turn in the opposite directions at uh, like a sort of half a second interval, mm-hmm. and then you start turning it, and the whole you can feel the whole door like grinding as this big giant mechanism inside is releasing it. I feel like I'm doing that so no one can see. I'm <laughs> 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 like, putting in my door and pin number. Peering over his shoulder. Slight hand check. All right. Uh oh. We're just peering yeah. over his Good. shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> That's a three. <laughs> <laughs> he rolls yes, like us. Episode of three. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so you do uh, like as you're trying to protect it from one of them, like you've just completely <laughs> given quite a good field of vision to everybody else. <laughs> it feels like I'm narrating it now. I'm like, turn this one. <laughs> one now two, we go. Three, go. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the unlocking <laughs> song. Yeah. And then this, uh, uh, as it starts to uh, um, swing open on very well oiled hinges, um, there is like a, a pressure change as well. You can feel like this cold air coming rushing up from inside as well. Yeah, it kind of sends a shiver down all of your collective spines. Collective Not for you. It's quite familiar for you as well. Like dwarfs love being underground. This has got that very much like a subterranean feel to it. It's very comforting for uh, dwarves in general and you specifically because it reminds you of your uncle. Um, there is a sconce just inside that has a torch un unlit inside it. Mm. So if any of you that don't have dark vision, you might want to grab one of those. I'll grab one. Okay, you use your <laughs> druidcraft to light it as Pip reaches for it. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of goes off in your hand. Did I do that? Yes, Pip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told you you were magic. Thank you. I am. <laughs> you don't have to tell me that. Yeah, she literally does have magic. Um, so you make your way down the stairs. <laughs> So again, you've been down here before. Um, so think, it's like classic stone-worked dungeon. Oh, yeah. But in sort of a Dr. Frankenstein feel. So down here there is a um, bunch of like machinery down here that you've never seen before. Like Machinery is not that prevalent in the Mistfield. Um, certainly not in the last sort of 2,000 years after the cataclysm happened. Like, a lot of that knowledge was lost. Um, but down here, it looks like he's um, gathered a lot of ancient um, like tomes and books and uh, scrolls and so forth to really sort of like revive this kind of machinery, this kind of like tech renaissance down here in this basement. Um, and you see off to one corner, there is a table on a single, singular sort of like pylon off to one side, and it has this big dust sheet over it. And it's probably about six, six and a half feet long, this figure. The table itself is about seven, seven and a half feet long, about three feet wide. I run ahead of everyone and I pull the dashi off. As you pull it off, um, there is this skeletal structure that has um, machinery, but also what looks like biological parts um, woven into it. Uh, it has it's missing a bunch of sort of like parts to the exterior, but it looks like it's mostly complete. It looks about ninety five percent of the way there. Um, but it is this giant mechanical being that has these organic parts to it, laying motionless on the table. I just turn around and I point at it. <laughs> um, I cast good berry, <laughs> uh, so I just suddenly like a fistful of berries disappeared in my hand. Seems like, appropriate moment. Would anybody like a good berry? Yes. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Give out some good berries. <laughs> I feel like it's needed, especially for him. Yeah. Anyone would like one, you can restore one hit point per good oh, berry that you eat. I'd love a good berry. Um, also, I should have mentioned on the way here, you could have also spent a short rest. So you could do your arcane recovery, you can spend hit dice to recover your hit points, that kind of thing. Um, so you can click short rest on your sheets. Um, so as you're doing that, describe the figure. The figure is interestingly painted. Um, it's... Despite the, some of the coverings that are missing, most of it has been um, sort of painted from the waist down, black, and then from the waist up, its arms up to its neck, um, in uh, what looks like a very regal military outfit. 
so it's bright red. It's got these gold, like, uh, bolts on the front of it that has been coloured gold. And then on its face, there's been a handlebar moustache drawn onto it, which is very reminiscent of uh, your great-uncle, um, your un uncle's father, who was in the um, Hayward Hussars back in the 1700s. And it looks like it's been made as a sort of an effigy of him in a way. Weird effigy. Yeah. <laughs> Though your obviously your great uncle was a dwarf, this thing has been made in its in his image almost. Mm. Do you want to tell us about this? It's hard. It's hard. It's How hard. How does it work? Uh, you think it's hard or it's art? It's hard. It's art. I don't really know how it works, but I know it, it it will, and then we can, you know, listen to that thing, and then. Do you have a a plan for how we can use it? Must be a manual somewhere. <laughs> I mean, we can put them on a disc and float them all the way back to Lumbergast. Yeah, and then you give them a berry. It doesn't look like it has controls, but if you look around, you do see diagrams and um, like papers uh, on its construction. Uh, and there is uh, a diary as well next to it on the bench, and it, it details um, sort of about two to three hundred days worth of work on this mecha mechanical being. Um, and the last entry was about three, ten days ago, so about 30 days ago, um, before your uncle set off. Um, and it details, like, it's, he's almost finished. Uh, he can't really decide on what the finishing tweaks are going to be. Uh, so he said it can either be um, an envoy, so something that is well-skilled and um, personable to act as an ambassador uh, for peace, or it could be a juggernaut, something that is very strong physically, or it can be a... The other one. Skirmisher. <laughs> there we go. Something that's very uh, skirmisher. Something that's very dexterous and lithe and um, good at ranged. Um, and so he's got these um, remaining parts off to one side categorised as envoy, skirmisher, okay, and dwarf, and juggernaut. What do you think would be most useful against this seven-headed hydra? Oh, thing? definitely a negotiator, yeah. <laughs> Cool. No, probably the juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> juggernaut, peacekeeper, and what? So it was an envoy, a juggernaut, and a skirmisher. Does does it have a name? It does. Um, <laughs> you you'll know what the name is. It's written on in your in dwarven above it. Um, yes, mechanical flesh boy. Santa. So you can see these uh, different parts are all laid out. Um, there's like there's like a, a crossbow arm attachment for the skirmisher. Uh, one of the arms of the juggernaut uh, aspect is like a giant um, battle axe for one hand, uh, and and the envoy one is got like this sort of brain augmentation to it and voice box that you can plug into it. And written above it is... Did you find it? No, I didn't. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so written in Dwarvish above it is Colonel Chip. Colonel Chip. Colonel Chip. I was about to say Baron too, just to kind of... <laughs> <laughs> that too. Not even Junior too, just yeah. too. <laughs> 
Ooh. I think murder is the only way to get us out of this situation. So. Murder is never a good thing, Pep. I've told you before. Yes. Uh, well, you know I also agree so. that That's murder true. would be good in this situation. As much as I would like to see a robot negotiate with a dragon, I know this dragon is evil, and so I think we should just try it. But if it has an axe for a hand, won't it just make more heads? Like, is there a limit to how many heads? If we cut them all off, is it just a Would ball you rather heads? have a hundred horse sized no heads? A <laughs> hundred duck sized horses or one a uh, horse sized duck? Carter, we have not got time for that. Just now, <laughs> I have a breakdown thinking about it. Okay, how are we going to kill it with this thing? I could try and turn into him, and then what? And get them and talk. <laughs> we can be friends. So you become the negotiator. I, I think. You yeah. talking to anyone ends in murder anyway, so... You could turn true. into it and then try to woo it. That's you. <laughs> That's my suggestion. <laughs> we seduce the dragon. Yes. <laughs> Let's go seduce the Hydra. With it, if, Flesh Boy. <laughs> if it was a negotiator, how would it negotiate? With... With, <laughs> with, with <laughs> a brain hand? I just punched it. Yeah. You know that uh, as an envoy, it's um, isn't just reliant on like charisma and its ability to talk as well. It's also very um, skillful, and so there are multiple integrations uh, often on that bench which you can install into it. So there's there's like an arm um, kind of like integration that has a bunch of thieves tools in it, so it can fold its hands away and use. Uh, these tools to like open locks and stuff like that. Have but there's also other ones as well. Have you seen the Colonel in action before? No. No? No. What about Flesh Boy? <laughs> Not seen the Flesh Boy. <laughs> all right, okay. Uh, right. Could we ask uh, your uncle, Baron Junior? He's senior? Missing. Baron Senior? No, he's, he's very much missing. That's how we got into this pickle. Mm. Yeah. So, like, his uncle, uh, Gunther, yeah. uh, is the one that disappeared uncle. 30 days ago. Yeah. And so he's left the workshop under Baron's control. If we attach a hand, can we detach it and put another one on? It looks like these are the final sort of parts oh. to this. So that's the reason why your uncle kind of stopped at this point. He couldn't really decide, decide on which one, which way you wanted to go, you knowing that this would be the final integration. No. Maybe no. we should... Um, no. Look for a point? I think we just pick one there... and hope for the best. If dip. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any more tables with sheets on them? This seems to be the only sheeted table. Mm. There are multiple <laughs> tables here. <laughs> only. There were a hundred more of these. <laughs> once, once we choose of the three, yes. how do we then turn switch from uh, Why don't you roll an investigation check? You want to turn... You want to turn the bar stop. That's the bar stop. That's the Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Um, right. You don't know the specifics, but the, it does look like the journal um, has been written in such a way that you could probably follow the remaining instructions. Um, there is some, there is probably some nominal checks that mm -hmm. some of you need to roll to see how well this thing operates once you can re like finalize the construction. So its um, ability to fight or to negotiate or to be a skirmisher will be dependent on all of your roles. I'm not great at following uh, directions. No. Uh, directions, instructions. Hence why I'm, I lost my job. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the, the only one that I know that can uh, lead well, I hand to Aya. 
to say, I hope he's okay with help. I, I take it very the lowest in terms of the group, I think. I'll be honest. I... I don't tell anybody anything about what I'm about to learn. <laughs> well, investigation oh, check. No. You'll know nothing. Neither will I. I'm just going to pass it back. So cautious about anyone like looking at what you're reading. You've put it so narrow that you can't read anything you're saying. <laughs> um, me, having no memories and no knowledge of this world, we're trying to roll the twenty. <laughs> it's a natural one, and that makes sense in every world. So. Yeah. Can you pass it? You immediately just. <laughs> Maybe your inherent knowledge of this family will help. You might be the most intelligent person here. Okay, okay. <laughs> Is it an uh, investigation check? Yes. Okay. Fine. Otherwise, we all just hold up a limb and walk with uh, it. So seventeen. Yeah, you, you, you can easily follow your. Um, <laughs> let's walk your. Um, maybe it's in Dorbish. Maybe that's why. Like, mm, yeah, yeah, it's, that particular, yeah. it's definitely in common. But, uh, <laughs> Thank you all. That was hilarious. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can follow these instructions relatively well. Mm-hmm. It looks like you'll need someone that's um, that's uh, got either a good nature or medicine ability. Mm-hmm. You'll need someone that's good, got a good arcana ability. And someone that's got a good athletics. So someone <coughs> to build it, uh, someone to infuse it with magic, and someone to like integrate the biological parts with the mechanical. Okay. So there'll be three skill checks. Um, to playing with one of the hands. Okay. <laughs> no. Stick with me on this one. I think that thing out there is a big brute. I've seen it fight. I think we need to fight it smart. I say we go for the skirmisher. Okay. Smart. I think agree. think you can fight smart. <laughs> I think you're our only hope. For it's worth a go. <laughs> it's worth a go. Um, okay, so I guess I start interpreting the, yeah. the things. and the, It was nature first, wasn't it? Uh, so the it would be athletics first, oh, sorry, athletics then first. nature, then arcana. Okay. Pretty sure done in order. Uh, is anyone here particularly, you know, quick on their feet, good at... Um, please let yeah. Eliza do it before he's had it. I do, I do flips and stuff. Lifting. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, right. Here are some instructions. I <laughs> yeah. interpret the, the door. So you're going for the skirmisher. Yes. So you pick up like the the arm attachment that's got the crossbow on it. Um, it's also got um, additional like um, leg augmentations to. Mm, I know legs. Yeah. You do know legs. Mm. Constant leg day. Yes. Always doing the lunge. Mm, I've seen those. Um, so, you, yeah, you basically just need to pick up these giant sort of thick thighs mm-hmm. and plug them into the torso where they need to go and attach Very the... Familiar. Big, yeah, so yes. So roll your athletics check. Giant thick thighs. Oh, man. Nine. Nine. I know, I'm rolling really bad. Did I, get, did I switch the left and the right leg on accident? Sure. You don't, you don't Why pick would up you want to do that? I was going to be a little bit kinder, but that sounds great. I mean, it's thick, but it's not dummy thick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, you don't sort them around. You know, at least with the nine, this is that's enough to uh, you know not swap right. the <laughs> legs around. Um, it was a close call there, though. Uh, but it, perhaps it wasn't the most finesse way you could have done it. You pretty much just push them together and just like crunch. There's, there's some sickening, like, like squealing of metal and the crunch as you just push the legs into the socket. But they're in. Uh, now we need to do a nature check. Um, I, I have a minus one nature. Swallowed it. 
Mr. Nature at your service. Mr. Nature. Yeah. Do you want to do a nature or a medicine check? Up to you. I'm going to go medicine check. What okay. is medicine? I, Plus I eight. think oh, okay. you should do medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this will be how to integrate the biological circuits with the um, mechanical augmentations that you've just inserted onto it. So you pretty much just need to wire everything in. But there's flesh on it, right? Yeah. So my little bit screamish. Why does that matter? Well, the, the actual like <laughs> the, the sinew and the muscle and so forth uh, are not like organic, organic. They are biological, but they're like more mechanical. How do you go? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna use lucky. Okay. <laughs> Probably for the best. Mark that off. He rolled a two. Oh. <laughs> what is that? I rolled a natural twenty. That counts. It was, was it? a natural twenty. Was it a tray though? Yeah. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Uh, 28 then. Okay. So Parter, um, with, with, his, with his nimble uh, fur bog fingers, is able to like, manipulate the tendons and plug them into uh, the various mechanical parts of this uh, automaton. Um, and everything seems to like fit very nicely. Um, it's got a full free range of movement now. It seems to, uh, all the synapses seem to be firing off correctly. Everything seems to be nice integrated. Uh, now we need to do a final thing. We need to infuse it with some magic to get the whole thing up and running. Who's going to do an arcana check? Arcana. My arcana's minus two. Plus four. Mm. Plus three. And plus three. There you go. Minus one. Mike. You're up. Uh, so it does have this glyph on its forehead. It's what? A glyph. Like a sort of symbol, uh, which pretty much its name in dwarven, it's like a dwarven glyph, yeah. which says Colonel Chip. Um, uh, so you need to infuse it with magic. Uh, now it's up to you to Shut wax lyrical up. about how you would like to infuse this automaton with your magic. You're just saying words now. <laughs> 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 you swallowed a dictionary. <laughs> I'm going to walk slowly around it. Okay. Stroking it. Yeah, you can do that. Slap on the forehead. <laughs> so you're like you're like <laughs> caressing. I'm singing. I'm singing. You're like caressing the, the magical weave into <laughs> its body. Yeah. I'm singing uh, my favourite song that everyone applauded me for. Of course. What was that again? I've got no recollection. <laughs> <laughs> on the sword. Yeah. yeah, on the old sword and dragon. No. Is this what you expected when you made us in the basement? <laughs> Because you're on the camera, Thirteen. Thirteen. It's not what I expected when I was invited to yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. Okay. Groovy. Did it work? So, <clears throat> uh, choose a colour. Black. Red. Okay. Colours. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you made that much more difficult for me to like <laughs> make you visualise. Um, red. It's fine. Um, so as you're like infusing this creature with uh, the magical weave by struggling it, um, uh, it <laughs> both, both the eyes uh, and the glyph itself and a lot of its internals start glowing a soft red and you can hear the whirring and one of its hands starts twitching on the bench, like clawing at the surface and then the other hand, no, to, to like install these parts unless you want it to strap it down after you've like built it, you could retroactively but it wasn't originally strapped down it's alive uh, and then the other one starts moving and then its feet start bending at the knee uh, and then its eyes light up in a bright red and it sits bolt upright and starts scanning the room 
I want to rush forward and get in its eye line. <laughs> Imprint on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if John looked up right now. Um, so it's got these big, wide, circular eyes, like quite... Um, now it's all lit up and stood up, uh, well, sat up, um, and still having that quite live... Um, like form of a skirmisher rather than like the heavy plate of the, of the um, juggernaut, it kind of gives this quite naive, um, childlike appearance as it scans the room and says, Are you my daddy? Are you my daddy? Why don't we. So you can call me Baron, how's that? Yeah, it's Daddy Baron. <laughs> Smashing. Daddy Bear. <laughs> Baron. Daddy Bear. Oh. Daddy bear. Yeah. What, what is my mission? Come mission. with us and help us defeat a hydroconic. I don't know what that is, but no. okay. Well, yeah, don't worry. You'll, you'll pick it up as you go along. We can't find... Okay. We can't send Chip into battle. I'm worried about Chip already. He's <laughs> <laughs> your child. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it uh, swivels on its uh, butt it puts his uh, feet down on the floor and jumps down, and like the, um, it's it's kind of legs give way a little bit as it jumps down, and it kind of stumbles around a little bit, see three PO style from, uh, um, that terrible film, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and starts stumbling around the place, um, uh, but manages to rise itself and uh, kind of finds its feet, and uh, looks like it's ready to follow some orders. How tall is it? Yeah, uh, it's about. Six and a half, just about shy of six and a half feet. About uh, his size. Now, my boy. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, what is, is he wearing anything? Is he. No. Naked flesh. Well, he's got. The armour is like part of its body. I mean, you could put additional armour on top of it if you wished to. If you had any spare laying around that would fit like a, a medium creature of that size. Um, but it has no. Um, has no like real formal features or even gender, really. It's kind of completely like. We've all got pets now, except for Chad. Would I? Would you mind well. if I put a cloak around us? Like, <laughs> I have. A, I have a cloak because I um, acquired one. I mean, I'm a dwarf and it's six foot something. I'm like, yeah, be, be my guest, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't catch its name. It's Colonel Chip. <laughs> all right, there, Chip boyfriend. Be pet Potter. Yeah. Pip. Mike. Can I? Um, you're slightly naked. I'm. Don't embarrass Chip. Don't naked Chip. <laughs> I'm Chip, I think you should step away Can from I your put, dad. I'm You're at the wrong height. <laughs> <laughs> I have acts. I acquired one before. Yeah. I'm going to put a cloak around Chip's. Sure. Brown Chips. Shoulders. Chip Chips. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> chips don't lie. <laughs> I feel like a superhero. No, you look like one, Chip. Oh. I just... want to protect Chip with my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it puts his fist out like that and starts uh, running around the room. On the way past, yeah, you did really good. Okay. All right. Let's go. Did we do it? Thanks for did bringing us it? to your basement. Thanks for coming. Suddenly burdened with the pressures of fatherhood. I'll look up. You, let's, yeah, okay. <laughs> Should we start heading up? Yeah, totally yes. can, yeah. yeah. Um, can we bring the extra hands? Oh, I was just about to. Say. We can't do if you want to, um, it's. I mean, ultimately, it's up to Baron. Can we bring the extra hands? 
Yeah, go on then. <laughs> and also the manual in case he breaks down. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll grab that. Um, it looks like I'm literally the only person who can read it. So, yeah. <laughs> just because just stop in the middle of a hydro battle and read the manual. <laughs> Turn it off and on again. Well, we've got a few hours to yeah. get back. Yeah. And we can, you know, it may not even be there, let's face it. True. It might have murdered the town. Possibly. Yeah. Who knows? We can help. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you can pocket the book. Um, you just like sweep the table into your haversack, mm-hmm. um, completely covering this now uh, fully awake half elf that's inside your backpack. Just covered in arms. Yeah, oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you just start sweeping cocks and bits of armor plating onto this guy that's hogtied in your backpack. Is he Frozen, right? Yeah. He's completely awake. How big's your backpack? He's Pretty been awake big. about the last three hours. Yeah. Is it a bag of holding or is it just a backpack? It's just a backpack <laughs> with a small half elf and a bunch of limbs. <laughs> so, you know, every day. Um, I think there's some rope in there too. Again, we are the good guys. <laughs> we have Can we get going back? Because <laughs> Bongo was waiting for me. We've got to go. Ga- yeah, of course oh, he is. Go yeah. back to Bongo. Yeah. <laughs> it's Chip dies. I'm never going to speak to you again, Baron. <laughs> so I'll, I'll do my best to keep him alive then. <laughs> so, um, definitely on you. <laughs> so you would know that um, you've still got. Uh, Pogo went into the. Bongo went in, so you got Pogo. Uh, an hour into you going back to Baron Dunkel's house. Uh, it disappears. Oh, Pogo. I'm a real man. I'm a real man. Oh. Is that your Akini reaction? We've never passed it before. It's only last longer. It's a concentration. Can we have more time? Um, don't worry. He's with Pongo now. What? <laughs> 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 I still just look at him and remind me like, uh, help. It sort of dissipates <laughs> into this, these motes of blue light. Uh, it's quite beautiful when it sort of like dissipates. Um, it looks very peaceful when Bongo just like fades into. Don't try and make him feel bad. <laughs> it's only fair to something so beautiful to go in such a beautiful way. If, if Phantom tries to lick his face, will he feel it? Whose face? Artist face. <clears throat> yep, yeah, totally. Yeah, he's still the real puppy. Go on, go on Phantom, lick his face. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Would you like to describe what, what is going on to like, the new member of the group? Um, a dog, but not dog, is licking his face. It's called Phantom. Yeah. It's a puppy, about yay big. Um, and Quite sort of the back half of it, it's all it's completely um, like jet black. And the back half of it is just constantly trailing black smoke off of it. And occasionally when um, it runs away and just does things in the swamp and then comes back to Mike. Occasionally if it gets too far, it just disappears and then will pop back. Oh, like Nightcrawler style, mm-hmm. next to um, Mike. So this is the first time I've seen Phantom. In an earlier episode, yeah. um, he was holding on. Got angry, shall we say? Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in a church. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, are we outside the house now? Yeah. I was gonna. Say, I'm just gonna pop in for. Just, I'm gonna grab a couple of things. Hang on. Yeah. Just to get away from the weird licking. Grab some stuff and then just never catch it. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Can I as well? Because I, I think I see that. I think it's normal. So I send Costas to to like to do whatever. No, 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 no. So I think we establish is about one thousand nine hundred pounds of crocodile. Yeah. So it 
Uh, roll, roll an athletics check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Paying premium. <laughs> Twenty-one. Uh, surprisingly, uh, you are able to like withstand this giant crocodile <laughs> rearing up on its back legs somehow, um, <laughs> counterbalancing itself by its giant tail, and just, just tries to get its crocodile tongue out the side of its mouth. It can't protrude out the snout. <laughs> And just tries to sideways lick you as you're like half holding it. You're it's like you're really straining against like the weight of it. I've got no idea what's going on right now. He's trying to be your friend. Are you enjoying it? Crocodiles <laughs> can't lick. He's having a real difficult time. Is it, is it like this? Yeah. yeah. He's trying. Can I just slap its tongue away? Don't slap yeah. him. I. It's just like it's like slapping one of like Chad's forearms. It's that, like, strong. <laughs> he does that all the time. Like a wet forearm. I'm running yeah. to Postus and try and push him off because he ate my family. <laughs> uh, can you roll the constitution saving throw? Oh, please. Sleepy crocodile. <laughs> 18 plus one. Yeah, so you, you try... What's your strength? Oh, yeah, I know what your strength is. Uh, you are having, like, zero effect on trying to push it off. Pardon. Get off my friend, don't eat him! <laughs> it looks very much like it's just a... You two are bullies, but Costas is just trying to be your friend. I He's think we should just go and get on with this dragon man. Uh, what's Bando doing at this point? Bando man. is up in the trees okay. watching oh, yeah. us upset. Yeah. So, yeah. As you go back out, like satchel over your shoulder, you look. You just happen to look up and there's this like little marmoset-style monkey sitting on one of the branches with these feathery eagle wings just peering down with the big eyes. He's adorable. Looking at him. We have shark tentacles fans. We need pets. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Until they disappear. Uh, did, you, did you bring anyone from Blackmire, by the way? I should have asked before. Bring anyone? Yeah. Bring any friends? friends? No, Harry or Katrina. Did, oh, didn't you yeah. make a new friend? No, they, they were dead. Yeah, but they're all called Harry and Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave. Um, Pata has some water boatman friends and doesn't realise that water boatmen live for about a day. So, so when they go back really out, they're just Harry and Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that who you reference? Yeah. Well, that or your mouse as well. Well, he's gone missing, isn't he? He's he's supposedly at the house somewhere. Yeah. But the mayor said, "Don't worry about him." Oh no, that was in reference to Harry and Katrina. Oh, Not right, in reference okay. to. And he did say that the mouse name. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm afraid. Should, should we go? <laughs> I rule our pets accountable. Let's, let's do an animal inventory. Yeah. <laughs> Ten pets each limit. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Chip counts to three. Okay. So big. I kind of got a picture of like Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome, like that hulking thing that when you take the helmet off, it is like a little kid on the thing. No, Master Blaster. Yeah. Yeah. I've got an image of uh, Robbie Williams when he strips his skin off. It's really Attack on Titan. Yeah, is yeah. yeah. yes, the vibe yes, I'm yes, getting. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's very sort of like musculature, like but with like a, almost like an exoskeleton over the top of it, yeah. but only in parts. Um, yeah. And because it hasn't got the like, juggernaut armor on, it's quite still quite lithe um, and very fast looking. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's with a cloak now. With a cloak, yeah. which probably is a little bit more terrifying. Now <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's got this cloak like streaming out the back of it as it's just running <laughs> from tree to tree and like looking at things and then pointing at things and then asking what these things are oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Thirty what is that up in the tree? <laughs> it's um Thirty what is this? <laughs> it's what was up in the 30, tree. Thirty what is that? It's, uh, um, oh, <laughs> um Bando flies down and just starts entertaining him. Okay. They ch- they play tag. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't get it. Like Bando just goes and touches his face and then flies off and he just watches it. <laughs> but unblinkingly. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How far along are we? Uh, you're still outside the house at this point. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> point in a different As with all episodes, so we've spent an hour <laughs> doing nothing. <laughs> so. Where is my right. mouse? <laughs> we walk. I think we go towards the dragon. Okay. Why were you? Doing I really that? wanted to catch it. I'm sorry. No, um, sorry. So along the way. Uh, it gives you a chance now that we kind of, you've kind of got a little bit more comfortable with each other's company um, to chat about anything that you need to chat about on the way there. Give you a time to like kind of like talk about things if you want to share anything. We walk in silence. Walk in, in complete silence. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. It's a very uncomfortable sort of two and a half hour hike through the swamps. I'm singing to myself. Okay. What are you singing? <laughs> Again. Um, no. <gasps> oh. I do, I do. I'm providing the backing vocals. <laughs> Acapella. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to ask Baron about his background a little bit. But I'm really really bad at, at living, so. You're a good negotiator, though. I think I am. And there's lemon tart on the table. So, Baron, uh, so you're a druid? Yeah. Um... I thought I'd give it a go, really. How are you finding it? It's all right, yeah. I mean, I I, um, I got to about 90, and I thought, you know, it's about time I grow up a bit. <laughs> become a father. F- find a vocation. <laughs> didn't didn't think I'd become a father this soon, really. Um, so, yeah, I sort of gave up on the mining, went out into the wilderness, uh, tried to become friends with nature. It went... It... It's weird being a druid, and I'm not going to lie, but it's, it, it has its perks. Would you like a good berry? <laughs> well, I'll have a good berry, but I prefer some lemon tart if you got a bit. Have you ever had lemon tart? I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a dwarf, not a moron. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Could really kill for some right now. Uh, do I have a lemon tart? <laughs> uh, I'm just looking expectantly. Roll a survival check. Ah. You find a lemon tart growing in the wild. <laughs> it's more of a case of like, um, have you uh, rationed yourself out uh, accordingly so you would have a little treat uh, on your time in the Lumbergostian? Uh, that's another 17. Another 17? Yeah. I'd um, say you still have like a, a well-preserved, <laughs> like in wax and leaves, keep it all nice and moist, buried at the bottom of your bag in like a leather wrap. All nice and like self-contained. I'm gonna sort of start to hand it over and be like, "You can have this if you stop doing that with your face." I'm sorry, I, I didn't even no, realize I, did. I was doing that. I didn't mean to offend you. We share it. Druid friends for life. Druid friends for life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, you get you get started, and then I'll have a bit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at sleight of hand, so I will just have a bite. In amongst all the awkward chatter, I just want to, like, do I learn anything about sort of his background that's 
useful for us to know. I mean, that's up to uh, the role play, really. <laughs> do I find anything out about you? Um, <laughs> is there anything you can tell us about the wider world? Before you got captured, what were you doing? Where are you from? Oh, I've never been captured. Um, Let's move that up. Your brother. Yeah, his brother. Oh, your yeah, brother. He's uh, the one in the cage. <laughs> the, 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 oh. He's the one in captivity. Did Parter think that he was in the cage? I'm, I'm, <laughs> he's the one that's out. I, I'm the one that's at my liberty. But, um, uh, no, I just, you know, 90 years in the mountain, lovely time. Thought I'd go outside, see what that's like. Became a druid. Feel a bit weird going back into the mountain now. It's like they might have, you know, make fun of me because I've been on my gap decade. <laughs> and um, so I just thought I'd check in with my uncle. He's gone. My brother sees, well, young Chip here. Freaks out. Gets nicked. Here we are. There's not much to tell. It's more eventful in my life. <sighs> nothing to see here. Nothing to see. Nothing, nothing of importance. Nothing that you'll of best importance. Friends <laughs> 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 mm. Your uncle. Yeah. Where did he go miss him? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Just, I don't know. <laughs> how long's he been gone for? <laughs> When's he coming back? It's been about thirty days, give or take. Oh, um, really good level. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we try find him as well? Sure, sure. I mean, it, no, I'm good actually. I'm, I, I had a good berry earlier. Here we go. Literally got saliva all over my fingers now. Oh. <laughs> I get secondhand embarrassment from that entire um, conversation. So, upon unsuccessfully finding anything out, I'm just going to get distracted. Okay. All quiet. <clears throat> now, um, <clears throat> you have a choice at this point. Now you've only just started setting out. Um, you can take the most direct route, uh, which is more often than not um, slightly trickier to navigate, or you can go the way you came originally. Which will take you a little bit longer, but generally speaking, a lot safer. You know these parts better than us. Well, I mean that's tricky up there, but frankly, I'm kind of keen to see what Chip can do. Yeah, yeah. I think we test him before we take him to the bathroom. Now, Colonel Chip. Here's Daddy Baron. Do you have any concept of a piggyback? I know what a pack is, but not what a piggy is. <laughs> okay. Is it that? And then points a panda. How dare you? No. Is it that? No. Is this it? And is you it wrong? <laughs> it's, it's quicker if I tell you what it is. Okay. Then we enumerate the things it isn't. Can I wild shape? <laughs> yeah. uh, you can wild shape into any beast that you've seen before. And there's a list in your notes about what you can wild shape into. I wild shape into a pig. Okay, you can do that. You use one of your daily wild shapes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this joke. That's fine. Yeah, cool. That's a pig. <laughs> um, I jump what, on the piggyback. <laughs> what, size, what size pig do you... Like, is it like a boar all the way down to like a piglet? What are you after? 
<laughs> no, I'm going to go boar. I'm okay. going to go boar. Yeah. At least I can do something. Really. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, no, you want to go regular boar? Or do you want a giant boar? Giant boar. Okay. Costas is definitely going to chase the boar. Okay. <laughs> 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 I mean, it only does things that you command it to. Oh, no. So you and Costas start Benny Hilling. Uh, back and forth across the uh, tree line. <laughs> While we're watching this, I'll just gently explain the concept. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that almost definitely did not help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like, put the idea across. Yeah, there's some unlearning that has to be done. But hopefully, eventually, I'm mean, happy to roll for it. Uh, hopefully, he understands what a piggyback is. Yeah, yeah. Is. I mean, it's a fairly simple concept once you sort of like describe, like, do this. Great. You're like, okay. Okay. Because uh, we're going to go the direct route. It's a bit challenging. I know you can manage it. I've seen, you, you know, you're very lithe and tall. Um, adjust your cloak, please. Um, <laughs> and just a thought, if there are any particular obstacles, maybe you could help us over. Okay. No problem, Daddy Baron. <laughs> yeah. Hop on my bag. Okay. <sighs> I'm going to climb onto my son. He can't. He takes a knee uh, and, and lets you... Climb up. He's okay. adorable. He's so and, and grabs your grabs your legs like that. Yeah. So you've got your arm around his uh, torso, <laughs> and he just uh, gets into like a sprinter's position, and just goes <laughs> straight up into the like you <laughs> <laughs> separates in the middle and just goes over your shoulder. You start running through the woods. Now I'd like you and uh, your new son to do perception checks. For mm-hmm. me. Um, okay. As you two just like well. well can um, I get a piggyback around? 12 uh, for me. Do you want to roll for it? No, no, I've done it. Oh, you've done it, sorry. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, 12. Um, 12. Uh, how long no. are you going to be sort of running with him for? Uh, probably not that long. I feel like I'm not I'm not really used to travelling this fast, <laughs> uh, like with the sky over my head, certainly. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like, you know, on the, like a, say a minecart in the mountain, we've got a fair clip on, but, you know, this is very different. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, so you can go for like a short burst. Mm-hmm. Um, let's find out what you see. Have we gone with them? No. Are we um, literally we just, sit, just seeing him grab him on his back and go... Yeah. Well, you're getting chased around. So it's actually difficult for all of you uh, to keep up with um, <clears throat> Colonel Chip. Um, he kind of like gradually outpaces you as he's running through the forest. <laughs> Uh, you can pretty much tap out any time that you want him to stop. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sort of try and get him to slow down yeah. a bit. Okay, you know, he, can, to, he can just, just go down to, to like a yeah, yeah to a canter yeah. with you on his back, no problem. <laughs> um, he's also capable of just like lunging, so that it's less of like unstable for you. So you just get a nice like yeah, I'll engage the the ABS yeah, <laughs> or whatever it is, <laughs> like a nice uh, like a gentle sine wave. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. yeah. It's almost, yeah, it's almost like quite relaxing. The... Yeah. <laughs> you start feeling your eyes close a little bit. Um, uh, and abruptly he'll stop. And he points out into the swamps. Um, and he says, what is that? And there's a small campfire off in the distance. Oh. Why do we go have a look? Um, actually, wait a minute. Is that like sort of catching up? He stops when I yeah. kind of... Wait till everyone mm-hmm. will be like, yeah. oh, look at that. Uh, off into the the woods, probably about 100 to 150 feet away, you can see um, sort of a very dull um, campfire. Um, do I have a pick? 
Do you have any idea? But you said dragon pit. <laughs> dragon pit. <laughs> Interesting. Dragon, dragon pit. pit. Um, yes. Can I track to see um, if anyone passed through here in like towards that direction? Yes. How many there were? Yeah. Roll with advantage because you're in your natural environment of the swamp. Seven. Am I passing it to anything? Um. Your your survival. Survival. Uh, you can roll with advantage. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, you can't actually find any tracks in the swamp. No, it looks like whatever came through this way. By virtue, maybe it came from the other side, but you've done a thorough check of the um, immediate area, and whatever's like a lit a fire here has covered its tracks up quite successfully. Um, so it's very. Um, it's obviously a uh, an intentional thing that they've done to keep themselves hidden. Trying to hide the campfire, or rather. Well, it's quite dull and low, okay. and it, this is off the beaten track as well. This is not the way that you normally come to traverse this particular area, okay. from Lumbergoss to where your uncle's um, shack is. Um, I can't seem to see anyone that's passed through, but I'll send Bando ahead and he can scout out for us. Mm-hmm. So I tell Bando, just go ahead, keep out of, like, up in the trees, just see if there's anybody around. Do you want to share your senses with him? Yes. Yeah, he's within uh, enough distance for you to be able to do that. Um so as you, uh, your giant toad eyes roll back in their sockets, um, and you kind of you can still like take your feet and stand and celebrate. Um, Bando's flying. You get that kind of like an initial like nauseous feeling because it's flying through the air, but your body is actually quite stationary. So all you get is the sight, but you feel like you're on the ground. It's quite disconcerting. Um, and as it gets closer, um, you see two figures. Uh, one is um, like wrapped up in a quite a torn old what used to be probably black but now is faded to be grey and covered in mud tattered cloak and it's got a hood pulled over its face and it's quite close to the campfire uh, and the other one is um, humanoid medium size maybe could be elf half elf human um, and it's wearing um, quite a dull like dulled intentionally plate armour uh, sword at its side uh, standing up and it looks like it's surveying the area um as Bando, I'll pick, um, like, if there's, like, an acorn or something in a mm-hmm. tree and throw it, like, okay. close enough that they'll hear it, but yeah. away from me. Um, so when it does, the, the one that's standing, the one that's sitting doesn't seem to react at all. When the one that's uh, standing, like, looks over to the acorn, you can see there's, like, two pinpricks of blue eyes, mm-hmm. like, glowing blue eyes as it looks over, and its hand uh, instinctively goes to its hilt. And it uh, takes a few steps forwards and stops, kind of like flanking, well, not flanking, protecting the other one. Just looks out into the swamp. Um, a few more minutes pass by, and then it returns back, and uh, but it looks to be quite guarded now. Um, I don't get any sense of like the clothes they're wearing. It's not like um, like they're wealthy or no no definitely like the, like the one yeah one that's um, at the campfire looks decidedly squalid okay. uh, and the one with the uh, uh, sort of plate armour is um, it's difficult to tell it looks like it's uh, very practical it looks like quite high quality as well but not like rich it's not adorned with any like silver filigree or it's not like washed in gold or anything like that it looks like very militaristic okay. um, I'm going to bring Bando back and I'm going to tell these guys Everything I saw, mm-hmm. but then also that I think there's like a bodyguard protecting someone. Um, 
they didn't seem to have that many weapons with them. Just a couple of personal ones. So it might be worth seeing if they help, can help. Maybe it's your uncle. Neither of them look like dwarf height. Like dwarf it's not your uncle. Mm. <laughs> it's probably not my uncle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, now we know. Yeah. Um, I think we should go and see if we can peacefully talk to them and see if they can help. Peacefully? Peacefully. What is the meaning of Put that? your knives away. <laughs> <laughs> We should send Potter in. He's a good negotiator. We should send Potter. Let's send Potter in on Flesh Boy. We should not send him. <laughs> Damn it. We should not send him Potter. Um, <laughs> no, he's a big. He's that. a big. Flesh Boy, Potter, and Costa should stay behind. I agree. Because they're all quite threatening. Costa will eat Potter. But it's like the conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a scorpion. <laughs> <and a> scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> so you the pig with the crocodile. <laughs> The flesh. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone except the pets, right? You got your pet. Oh, uh, I, the question is: Are you still? Because you can stay as a pig for as long as you want for this day. How long do you want to stay as a as a giant boar for? Yeah, I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah. <laughs> She's like snuffling around, looking for truffles yeah. in the swamp. He's got an attack, right? It's oh yeah, just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be in your. Um, I was just, well, I was just reading pig, and it's like there's nothing. Like yeah, if you look for bo- giant boar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've only got. Oh, giant boar. Yeah. yeah. What's your uh, strength? As a giant boar, it's more. Well, different to what it says on the last one. Then bear with me. Carry on talking, everybody. Boar with you. Boar with you. Boar with me. <laughs> Sorry. Are you <laughs> I will leave. I'm not riding giant are we, boar. Are we going to sneak up on this campfire? I uh, know we should. Go and say hello peacefully. I'm not trying to scare them or fight them. I just mean like, I mean, make no. a bunch of noise on the way over. Should we like light a torch or should we throw a rock? Have you got a white flag? <laughs> uh, I can uh, train it into one of the kids' orphans mm-hmm. and pretend that I'm lost. I feel like that's more terrifying. That's definitely way more terrifying. <laughs> just, just whistle you have a twisted well. perception of what's friendly. <laughs> I, could be, I could be lost in the woods and I need the help. Uh, the terrifying. Uh, <laughs> it's like flitting from tree to tree. I bring you love. <laughs> um, maybe we should just go ahead talking. Not not make loud noises. <laughs> Approach from the front. Make loud noises. <laughs> just swing your arms yeah. wildly over your head. I mean, I could go quite close if I don't just look like a boar. You're not going anywhere near them. <laughs> he, he can, he can just wander in. They might kill you and eat you And then he could come back and be like... Oh. I feel like we should know how to approach people. <laughs> no, we have <laughs> no, no, no idea. What if we do? Do we scream? Do we run? <laughs> <laughs> um, do I do things? How do you protect people normally without normally. killing? Act casual. How are you going to get screamed? Yeah, we'll just... We could just walk over there. Wait until they notice us. They'll hear us coming. <laughs> you know, we let them know it's not an ambush, and then when we reckon they can hear us, we yell, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and then Let's we see what it. they say. I feel like we should follow your lead. Well, Jim, are you following this? Because <laughs> 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 it may come in handy. I am recording everything. That's everything? <laughs> everything. Everything. Okay. Even this? Everything. Did what I just said, though? What you just said now. Everything. And what you say? Are you recording that as well? I'm recording everything. <laughs> what about when you talk about whether you're recording it? I record that too. What did you record before you saw Baron? Your daddy. I was his daddy. What, did you record anything before that? 
No, I was asleep. Did you keep a dream journal? I, what is a dream? I would like to dream. I would dream of robot dancers. <laughs> what? Do you know any robot dancers? No. Teach me a robot dance. Dance. <laughs> am I doing it? Yeah. Daddy, am I doing it? Yeah. Am I doing it, Daddy? Yeah. I'm very proud. <laughs> now, are you watching? Yeah. Yes, I'm, yes, I'm looking. You're so, so talented. You've got a book open, you're not looking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, you're doing great. Um, now we've covered the social marketing, should we actually go over there or? Yeah, we'll take Should we all robot over there? No. Walk as normally as you can. I feel like. Casual. They might, they might need a perception check after all, <laughs> I think just in case. I just check. You're fine. They didn't notice. Only giant boar I can find is unbeast companion. Mm-hmm. Oh right. Forty-two hit points. I mean, I'm a bit upset. What? Almost uh, as many as mine. What? See, oh no, I can't find it. <coughs> giant boar. Oh yeah, hmm. You can't turn into a giant boar. Oh, it is ball. too high of a challenge rating for you. Am I just a boar then? You're just a boar. Just a boar. You're a big boar. You're a big baby boar. Alright. Uh, yeah, 11 hit points, 11 armor cool. class. Done. Speed 40 yeah. feet. Yeah. So actually, you could have kept up with um, Baron and Colonel Chip. I've been chased by a crocodile. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, right. actually, you could keep out of Costas' way because you are faster than Costas. I'm just accompanying Flesh Boy then. Okay. Who's, so who's going? Hands up who's going. I think it's us four. Five. Is Flesh Boy Five, going? Five, sorry, yeah. Um, I think Flesh Boy should no, stay behind. We, yeah, we'll leave. Colonel stay behind. Costa stay behind. Don't teach him anything. Bando? Don't mind? <laughs> Bando's coming. Yeah. Phantom? I'm staying with Flesh Boy. Oh, you're staying with Flesh Boy. So Phantom. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, he strokes your face. I feel like I'm cheating on Count Fagan. You are. It's a new hair. Uh, Yes, you start approaching. Um, When you get within sort of about mm, 60 to 80 feet, um, you do notice that um, the one that's standing goes on high alert. The one that's hunched over to the fire doesn't seem to react at all. Um, He puts his hand up like this as to stop you. That's all. Uh, every, this is the bit where we stop walking. I remember We're com- he's making a request. We're going to comply with it. Okay. So just stop walking, and let let hello. High five him. He's sixty foot away. <laughs> Air five. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? I'm just I stopped walking. <laughs> okay, completely. I'm taking him really seriously. Okay. Have you, what have you got in your hand? Okay. Yeah. Fun. Um, it doesn't say anything, um, but sort of keeps his hand up. It's uh, got a helmet on as well, so it's very difficult for you to see. It's one of those helmets that goes around its mouth, but still leaves the majority of his like nose, eyes. Wait, open. Do we, does he look familiar to us? Um, no. Blue eyes. Yeah, it is got the helmet man that we met last time in the castle. Oh yeah, that's like a skull cap right, on, okay. so you can see that all of his face really. Um, yeah, he doesn't say anything, but he's got these pit, like these glowing blue eyes. Your reindeer's dropped. We just wanted to make sure you didn't need anything. Are you comfortable out here? 
He lost. Um, when you say, are you comfortable out here, it starts to nod, and then when you say, are you lost, it stops nodding. You're not lost. It's <laughs> 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 pretty difficult. Cause, uh, difficult questions. Um, he just gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, I just butt in with, there's a giant dragon and we need your help. <laughs> Shrugs. Please. We'll help you. Uh, it cocks his head. Can I do defense then? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, go for it. Uh, do I have a roll? Oh, what is the distance on it? <laughs> oh, you don't roll anything, no. Did not say no? I'm sorry. Does anybody know what causes glowy blue eyes like is that a race is that a um, 60 feet oh of course 60 feet um so you have to approach, tentatively <laughs> approach like another five or so feet i can do that yeah like yeah, calmly okay um the helmet sort of like turns to you like its eyes on you as you start like walking forward a little bit more but you're now within range um FYI, does your divine sense does it do you want me to do read you, it out well do you have to like gesticulate in any kind of way. No, it just says. Verbalize it. As an action, you can detect good and evil. Until the end of your next turn, you can sense anything affected by the hollow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet. Oh. Ow. Oh, no. Oh. 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 Huh. Uh, you detect the two undead creatures we right in front of you. Uh -huh. Oh. Undead Wait, doesn't oh. mean bad. <laughs> right. It's not many, good, are though. Are there two creatures over there? Yeah. It's one bodyguard and one. Um, yeah. If they're behind they total cover, it doesn't work. They are not. They're right in front of you. Yeah. But they ping undead. Um, they, they, they might be bad guys. They're definitely not alive. Some people well, would that say should that definitely we were bad guys. They're not attacking us. True. Yet. It's not good, though, is it? Hmm? Um, I don't know much about this form, but I'm pretty sure you're supposed to be alive to be in it. I don't know. Uh, Speak to them. Interestingly, though, it doesn't. They don't. Neither of them ping evil. Okay. Just dead. Just dead. Just undead. We can't help. Can I? Did you, so she already stepped forward. Yeah. And didn't five. do anything. Within like sixty feet, uh, it watched her, but as she only needed to sort of step up like five feet, um, it's cautious, but doesn't do anything other than hold its ground, still keeping its hand up. I think we should well, cautiously walk closer, but like. Okay. But not but, um, he seems to be interested when I said <laughs> that we could help him. So should we try and find out? Yeah, sure. We can. Yeah. They're not attacking us, so I don't think yeah. we should kill it necessarily. This is new, um, guys. Keep, keep it. You, you look like you guys could, uh, could do with some help. We can help you. Uh, he puts his hand up again and puts his other hand on the hilt of his sword. Don't you... hurt us. We want to help you. Uh, roll a persuasion check for me, please. I don't think it would be helpful. Come on. Cool. <laughs> Three. Yeah, he like, pulls not only about sort of four inches of blade out of the sheath, but enough to like it for it to glint. Uh, so you know, like, he's serious about the whole thing. Are you trying to protect someone? Um, roll insight check. Actually, can you hear her whisper from? Sixteen. You can, you can detect like the way when you said, uh, "Are you protecting someone, or do you need help?" And like the way he looked down, or she, what it, um, like you're not quite sure. 
what this kind of relationship is, but it definitely looks like this thing is guarding this other hooded thing. They're both undead, so it's very difficult to like, like ascertain what kind of like relationship they have, or this bond between the two of them, but it definitely looks like there's something there. Does anyone speak? He's not spoken yet, so we don't really know it. Like... It, it definitely understands you, though. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it's been responding like directly to your questions. Can, can you speak to us? Tell us how it to help nods. You. <laughs> 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 yes, it says it, it can speak. Could you tell us how we could help you? Um, it looks at you and just goes and just, just does that. <laughs> what? Turn around. Me turn around. It's <laughs> like, all of you, like, pointing gestures to all of you, um, points out of the forest. They, they don't seem to want our help, but we might need them. Okay, what? What do you have for? I can cast a message at them. Yeah, you could. But I don't know what to tell them. I'm a bee. Yeah, I'm a bee. Trust me. Yeah, but do they... If, don't well, they say do, anything about bees. It's it's me, Kwan, the uh, god. <laughs> I brought you a flesh boy. <laughs> That's your Sunday he's talking about then. You can put up with that. I think we could bring flesh boy forward. Yeah. Uh, they're undead, so they might appreciate seeing more undead meat. Well, yours is a construct versus uh, an undead. Um, yeah. Can I just say... We know you're undead. We're cool with it. If that's why you're not speaking. <laughs> I think flesh boy. It shakes cool. his head. Okay. You, you know we're cool, right? <laughs> Shrug. <laughs> okay. There's no game through. Did he say we're cool? You sound like Doctor. He said, he said shut. That is cool. Well, I think you've had enough combo with it. Roll a persuasion check as well. Okay. Oh, okay. man. <laughs> Three plus. Mm. We're so bad. Eight. Three plus eight. Yeah. Wow. So eleven. Eleven. Um, Still bounce. Okay. It it does resheath the sword. Okay. <laughs> and then let's go with the hilt. Oh. See. That's... But stands in front of the hooded okay. creature. We don't want to hurt whatever's under that hood. <laughs> <laughs> Your friend. <laughs> um. So, would you be okay with us approaching if under the assumption that we're going to help you? Um, okay, so it points at the group at, at large and then does this. Two of you. Two. This guy. Who, who would you want to help? Why don't you choose? Uh, it shakes his head and just points at you and goes two. Uh-huh. Gave you the option. Um, Anyone volunteering? Is it two actually, out of four? Actually, it, does, it does shake its head, but then does point at air. <gasps> and then does that. Okay, he wants to come. I feel like he doesn't like me. So. <laughs> he wants you to turn around. He wants to turn around. He's got to be Johnny. Yeah. You should probably yeah. go. Sorry, Beren. Would you like to come speak to the dead people? Like's a strong word. Let's get this on. <laughs> <laughs> we approach. Okay. Um, so as you approach... Um, you can see that it's like a very pale face. It looks like it was either, it could have been half elf or it could have been human uh, underneath the visor, but it is like sunken and drawn, um, but has these brilliant glowing blue eyes. Um, and as you approach, it goes, stop. Okay. 
How close are we? Uh, about ten feet away from it. So we can see it a bit better. Yeah. Um, I'm Aya, and this is my new friend, Farron. Hi. We're good at helping people. How can we help you? My name is Karthak. Karthak. That's a lovely name. How did you come to be Undead. <laughs> 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 Do you hang out in woods with your close friend much? <laughs> um, how did you come to be undead? I think um, that's a normal question, but I don't know much about anything. I died. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, fair. That adds up, actually. Yeah, I don't need to do an insight check. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't mean to be. I mean, what, what, what are you trying to do in general? How do you see? You know what I mean? You know what you up to? Uh, he puts his hand on the shoulder of the cloaked figure. He twitches slightly when he does that to the touch, as if he wasn't expecting. Like jumps a little bit, and uh, says, "I am here to aid my friend Morton." And uh, what 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 does Morton want? To kill the one that killed him and his family. What, okay, right. We may be on something here. Was he killed by a massive, five-headed, hydroconic? <laughs> no, by a man. Oh. What did his man look like? Yeah, tell us about the man. <laughs> How many heads did he have? It was worth a go. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Good odds. <laughs> <on. laughs> This man was, um, at the time, uh, a user of natural magic. He killed uh, my companion here and his family and many of their compatriots. He betrayed him. Since then, Orton has not been able to find rest and will not be able to rest until he is dead. In search of this creature in these lands somewhere. Whereabouts did you die? I also, I love whispering as well. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we like each other. My vocal cords have since shriveled. <laughs> <laughs> it is not my choice. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> I ship Aya and Karthak. <laughs> yes, it, it is a creature that lives in these woods. A creature? I thought it was a man. Uh, it was. Your DM misspoke. <laughs> I didn't mean to reveal a specific gender, but it is more a, a person for sure. It's very open ended of you given it's a murderer. Uh, this foul insidious creature uh, occupies these lands dealing out death and judgment as it sees fit do you know why? Uh, for its own amusement I think sounds like an evil 
funding peace thing am I to understand that uh, the minute Morton here gains his revenge he'll just topple over and be you know dead dead correct okay in that case um, we uh, us first basically um, we'll uh, help you get your revenge the problem is we're on our way to kill something as well and uh, well basically if we do yours first it's not really fair because you won't be around to help us <laughs> that's, a good point. that's fair. That's this is really point. He's a negotiator. We've needed all of them. Yeah, that's what we've been missing. Um, why don't you roll um, a persuasion check? Roll. All right. That's a 14. Nice. Um, it looks to Morton. Uh, it still has its gauntleted hand on its shoulder, uh, and Morton uh, gives uh, an almost imperceptible nod. That's very kind of you. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, there is a, an awkward question I must ask. <laughs> you can ask go. us anything. Yep. Uh, though my friend here cannot die mm -hmm. by any mortal blade, uh, this body can. Uh, and I need to inhabit something if it does fall in battle. Uh, Are you guys cool with that? <laughs> <laughs> just asking, just feeling the room but out a little well, bit. How long will you inhabit? A flesh boy. You can't just Until a flesh I can boy find boy. an appropriate like, uh, creature to re-inhabit. Can, can we uh, steer you into flesh a particular vessel? Uh, if it's fighting worthy, then yes. Okay. I mean, there are a lot of corpses yeah. where we're going, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have it off your son. This is a temporary deal, right? It needs to be alive. It's a temporary oh, deal. I need to possess. Oh, yeah. Oh, hang on. You've got like an elf just packed in your backpack anyway. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, it's true. Um, you would get to It's portable empty vessel. <laughs> I guess. We'll I'm going to save him for later. We'll find you something, yeah. How about a seven hoof dragon? Does that sound nice? I'm not there. Oh, <laughs> I do have restrictions on the size yeah. of creature I can inhabit. We'll That's find, a humanoid we'll find a way. Let's put him in money arms. It's a temporary deal, though, right? Yes. Yes. Until I find something else to jump into. We're all like that, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then lead the way. Yeah, would you like right. to meet our other friends? Yes. Okay. I, just before we go, I, I really I, I want to thank you for trusting us. I really feel like this might be cathartic for you. We <laughs> 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 shall see. <laughs> and uh, so they follow you <laughs> back to rejoin the rest of your companions, and you make your way to Lomagost. And we will leave the episode there. We'll have two under Christmas. Indeed. <laughs> Battle time next time. <clears throat> so uh, I hope you all enjoyed this very festive and Christmas storyline so far. <laughs> very festive. <laughs> of mechanical boys and uh, wispy people in, this, in the dark. So I'd like to thank my players, Ellie, Josh, Annie, Johnny, Khalil, and Alice. If you'd like to plug your social media, now is an amazing time to do so. At Ellie Bat. At MCM Josh. At Annie underscore Pearl. 
Uh, at John Air, J-O-H-N-E-H. At Chad the Green Nose Lizard <laughs> has a very greasy nose. And if you ever saw him, you would surely think he's swole. I think that's too long for a handle. No, that's it. It's 280 characters. I measured it. <laughs> Is it even A-L-U-C-Y-E? And I'll MCM underscore tip. Uh, thanks for joining us, uh, and we'll see you next time. Just remember, if you don't know what to do, just roll over and die. Merry Christmas! Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas! Merry Christmas! Happy holidays! That was your best one. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for listening. To support this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes or your favourite podcast provider.